Hi, I'm Anna Conchar. I work two days a week and run a multi-million dollar online business. I also have my MBA and I am a mom, foodie, and avid traveler. I started this show to teach you how to monetize the skills, knowledge, and passions you already have so you can put life first instead of work. Making money doesn't have to be hard or complicated or require you to grind 24-7 when you focus on the right things, and that's exactly what I'm going to teach you. So if you're ready to have more time, money, and energy to do what makes you happy and really live life, you are in the right place. Let's build your million-dollar side hustle. Hello there, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Anna Conchar, and today I want to give you insight on how we're planning our 2024 for my business. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I highly recommend taking the time to listen to it as well because I did a big recap on our 2023 and shared a lot of insights into the things that we changed over the course of the year to ensure even bigger and hopefully easier success in the coming year. Now, normally I do our annual planning for the coming year around Thanksgiving time. Carolyn, who is on my team and is my operations manager and metric strategist, we typically meet either in person or via Zoom for an entire day to go through everything that we did over the last 12 months and then to use that information to plan out the next 12 months. This year was a little different. We actually did our planning for 2024 in early October. We met in Denver early before we hosted our mastermind. And I have to say, I absolutely loved planning this early. And I want to continue this in the future. Because basically right now, we have everything set up to hit the ground running on January 1st. Instead of trying to scramble as we enter Q1, because we've used October, November, and December to really prep everything for 2024. Now, Carolyn and I are both very, very data-driven people. And in fact, she puts together data dashboards that we look at every single week as a team to see how the business is doing and to help us identify things like trends we're seeing or opportunities that we see, like, you know, places we could increase our conversion rate or if we're testing out things like different price points, how are each of those working? And we really try to base all of our decisions on data. Now, I think these dashboards are so, so valuable that Carolyn and I are actually partnering in 2024 to create a data dashboard specifically for course creators and coaches. So you can easily see the KPIs or the key performance indicators in your business and make data-based decisions to increase your sales. Now, that project is still in the works, so I'll share more about when it's ready, but I'm really, really excited to roll that out in 2024. The big numbers that we were looking at when planning 2024, because again, we use data 
to make all of our planning decisions, there were four big numbers that we looked at to really drive how we are planning for 2024 and what we plan on executing. The first was the overall performance of each of our promotions and launches throughout the four years. So I have been selling online courses since 2018, but Carolyn and I have been working together since 2019. And that's really when we kind of got our data stuff together. So we looked at each of our promotions and launches throughout those four years. We also looked at the lifetime value of our customers the average time on our list, our email list, before someone purchases, and also purchases by channel over the last 12 months. So let me dive into each one of these so you can see why these were the four big numbers that we looked at and what we found and how we're using those findings to plan for hopefully an epic, epic 2024. So First, let's dive into the overall performance of each of our promotions and launches that we've done throughout the years. Now, if you're starting new in your business, just look at the promotions that you've done so far. It could be in the last three months, six months, year, however long that you've been selling your offer. For us, we've been selling all of our offers for a few years now, so we do have a lot of data. And I wanted to look at the overall performance of each of these promotions because I wanted to see if we could identify seasonality in our business as well as look at the types of promotions that work well for our products. Because we've tried a lot of different things. We've tried multi-day challenges. We've done, you know, kind of the typical live webinar, followed up with sales emails. We've done email only flash sales. So we have tried a lot of different things. We have data to figure out what works for our products and our audience. Now, what's crazy is that looking at this data, we have actually decided to have zero live launches for one of our products in 2024. Because what we found was our email-only flash sales worked just as well throughout the years as our live launches. And email-only flash sales are a lot less of a lift for the team, and they're a lot easier for us to execute without me having to be present, which I'll share more about that at the final few minutes of today's episode. Additionally, we figured out which months and time of year are best for us to host our promotions. So we, again, have tried things I feel like almost every single month over the last four years. And looking at this data became very clear to us that there are some months that work really well and some months that don't work as well. And not only is that going to help us plan for our promotions next year, but also for me as a business owner, understanding the cash flow of the business as well. Now, next, we figured out the lifetime value of our customers. So the lifetime value of your customer is the average amount one person spends with your business. This is a really, really important number for you to understand because it gives you a lot better insight into how much you can spend on things in your business like ads. For example, if your lifetime value of your customer is $750, then you need your cost per sale to be lower than $750 
in order for your business to be profitable. And don't forget to, you know, take into consideration other expenses in your business, not just ads for things like software and contractors. So this is a really powerful number for you to have to make better business decisions. Now, this number, the lifetime value of your customer is not the price of your product. And I want to make that really, really clear. Because if you offer payment plans, you are not going to receive 100% of the payments from each of your customer. Failed payments are just a part of doing business. I hate saying that. And every time I see a failed payment, it drives me freaking bonkers, (laughs) okay? But it is true. If you offer payment plans, you are not going to get 100% of the payments from each of the customers. So your lifetime value does not equal the price of your product. Additionally, you also have to take into account things like upsells and downsells and bumps and any backend offers that you have too. And what was great about looking at this lifetime value number is again, helping me as a business owner make better decisions on things like how much am I willing to spend on ads? How much do I have to spend on contractors and other projects that I want to do throughout the year and still continue to be profitable and obviously pay myself as well. So having a good idea of the lifetime value of your customer is, is a really, really good number to have because again, it's just going to help you make better business decisions. Hey there, friend. If you're enjoying today's episode, can you do me a quick favor and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on? The more reviews we get, the easier it is for others to find the show, which is my goal for putting this podcast together. I want to help as many people as possible build successful online businesses and your ratings make a huge difference in helping make that happen too. I appreciate your help so much. Thank you. And now let's get back to the show. Now, the third thing that we looked at was the average time on our email list before someone purchases. So as a reminder, typically one to 3% of people who enter your sales funnel are going to purchase immediately. So that means that 97 to 99% of your leads, people who opt into your sales funnel, they're going to need more time and nurturing to make a purchase decision. So this number, the average time on our email list before someone purchases is different for each of our products in the business. But We've never really, really paid attention to this number, which is kind of crazy to think. And when we looked at these numbers for planning for 2024, we had some huge ahas. We actually realized that our current nurture strategy was not aligned with the numbers that we were seeing. And we weren't giving our customers the opportunity to buy when they were most likely ready to buy. So we have actually already completely changed our nurture strategy and we'll continue to monitor its performance as we get into 2024. But again, this is one of the things I'm really glad that we did planning so early because we've been able to already change this and we're in a really good spot as we enter the new year. 
Now, the last thing that we looked at was purchases by channel. Now, when I say channel, I mean things like paid ads versus organic social media versus website versus your podcast, like wherever you are reaching people and bringing them into your sales funnel. Now, all channels work together. And I feel like I need to say this because of my time back in like advertising agency world. I had clients who wanted to pretend like every channel was siloed, like, you know, let's only look at search and let's only look at TV and let's only look at Facebook ads. And the reality is that all of these things work together because someone might see a TV ad and then get on their computer and search for something, right? And it's not necessarily the search that brought them into the purchase. It's the TV ad, but it's really hard to connect those things. Honestly, from our standpoint, like in my business, we always see a decrease in our organic sales when we turn off ads. And that's because, again, all of these things work together. And not everyone that sees an ad clicks on the ad to opt in to our funnel. What they might do is they might see an ad and then go look at my Instagram profile and then opt in there or They might see an ad and do a Google search and find my website, right? So all of these marketing efforts really do work together. But again, we still like to monitor where people are entering and purchasing from. And to our surprise, which I was like shocked by this, one of our products, almost 50% of our sales in 2023 came from organic opt-ins. So understanding and seeing these numbers help us really determine for 2024 where we're going to be spending our time and our energy. Like, are we going to be spending it on creating more organic social media content or a podcast or a website? Now, in general, the majority of our sales still come from ads. And again, every time we turn off ads, we see a big decrease in our organic sales. But again, this is really good insight. And also for me, it's more of a motivation to continue to spend the time and energy in creating content that is bringing in sales to our business. The other big thing that we have been working on planning for 2024 is my maternity leave. So as you probably know, I am expecting our third baby in February. So that has also had a huge impact on our plan for next year and also our promotion schedule. Again, what's great is that we did find for one of our products that email flash sales perform just as well as live launches. So that's something that I actually can prep and have ready before I go on maternity leave because it doesn't require me. It can all be automated. And kind of the last curveball that we have for planning next year is the departure of two of our team members. So I have been working with the same core four contractors for three years now, and two of them, sadly, will no longer be on the team in 2024. Both of them are also having babies. In fact, all three of us are due within a month of each other. Let me tell you how crazy that team meeting was when we all announced we were pregnant and due within seriously five weeks of each other. It was crazy. And they have both decided that they want to fully focus on motherhood and their family at this time, which I'm so excited and happy for them. But obviously, very sad to no longer be working with them. So 
we're also planning on, you know, for 2024, how we're filling those roles and responsibilities on the team, especially again, as I enter maternity leave. So we have some big things planned for 2024. I'm going to be honest, I feel very at ease with our plan for 2024. I feel extremely confident because of all of the things that I shared in the last episode of all the things that we tested and tried and pivoted in 2023, I really, really feel amazing about where the business is at, what we have set up going into 2024 and also going into my maternity leave. So as you're working through what your plan is for 2024, the biggest thing that I can say and encourage you to do is look at your data. The data really does provide you with the right information that you need to make the best decisions that you can in your business and also make sure that you're prioritizing the things that are going to have the biggest impact on your sales. And again, I can't wait to roll out my dashboard with Carolyn for course creators and coaches in 2024. I think that's going to be a game changer so that you can really easily see where there are opportunities and where you should be spending your time and energy. And I'll share more about that as the project continues. But I truly do hope that 2024 is an absolutely amazing year for you. I feel so good about it and I hope you do too. And let's continue to have this optimistic energy as we enter the new year. And in next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing trends and predictions for the new year that might help you also make sure that you're planning and staying on top of your game of what's new in the industry and what's going to be working over the next 12 months. Until next time, stay ambitious, my friend. Hey there, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode, then you definitely need to check out the Powered by Passive Academy. It is my program that teaches you how to make passive income with your own online course, membership, or coaching program. You can learn more about it at poweredbypassiveacademy.com slash learn more. Or if you're ready to enroll today, you can go to poweredbypassiveacademy.com and I'll see you inside the program.